Okay, girls, good morning. This is, of all things, our final time together. However, you girls not only have the website so that you can review everything, but Gail, in her amazingness, has put together the whole program on podcast. You know that cute little purple podcast app that I live off of? Well, we can now go to that. It's not completely on it yet, but part of it is, and they're all in, in four and five segments per lesson, so you can be out on a walk or in the car and listen to um, review. Not that anyone in this room needs to review. <laughs> and it's gonna come up numerous times today. I can't imagine that it won't. But the need to be constantly reviewing is going to make or great, make or break your success. And when we talk about success, we're talking about a two-pronged, in my mind, success. One is that we're going to be pleasing our Lord, number one. And number two, that our marriages are going to become something amazing over time because this is a process. So let's go before the Lord. At the end of our time together, I will put on our, our board here where to find the podcasts, okay? It's, it's real easy. Wouldn't Gail make everything easy for us? It's just amazing. So let's go before the Lord. Father God, thank you so much for the incredible truths about who you are and what you want to be to us. Help us, Father God, to drink heavily from the cup of all that you want to give to us, not just today, but throughout all the coming years that we get to have in relationship with you and in our marriages, I pray in Jesus' most wonderful name, amen. Okay. I'm going to do a very brief review today, but I have a couple of cute thoughts in the midst of it. Um, there are just a couple of things that I wanted to review with you because a lot of other things will get reviewed brief shortly. Uh, the first one has to do with the idea of being a reflective responder versus shooting from the hip. Do you remember when we were talking about the difference between the two? And quite possibly, prior to us starting to learn these new concepts, we were only hip shooters. As a matter of fact, the world teaches us that shooting from the hip is admirable. And for those of us who have had a hard time finding our voices, that might be where we get really excited. Oh, at least I'm shooting from the hip. But what's wrong with shooting from the hip? What have we discovered? It's uh, okay, someone say it. It's reactionary. Okay, it's reactionary, which means that I am responding from my sin nature. <laughs> Whenever I'm reactive, it is my sin nature at work. Ta-da! And we get what we get as a result. And when we're a reflective responder, what does that look like? Holy Spirit-led. Holy Spirit-led. So that means candy is ready to shoot from the hip 
and say something, and the Holy Spirit helps me to remember, shut up, Candy, shut up. And my job is now to go to the Lord and thrash out what he wants me to say. And when he wants me to say it, which will more than likely be not at that moment, and then I say it, and then it has impact, and then it is beautiful. Now, I wanted to give you a story that I was remembering this morning. Remember my friend Denise, who uh, helped me to put this study together years ago. She did the told the most amazing story. Now, she was in her fourth marriage. She came to faith just before her fourth marriage, and she's been married to that same wonderful man for many, 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 many years now. Now, she was driving home up the driveway to her home, and her daughter, her youngest daughter, and her, hus her current husband were racing out of the house, screaming and shouting at each other. Now, her husband was a very quiet, mild-mannered man. So for him to be screaming and shouting was pretty doggone shocking. Now, Devin, her daughter, to be screaming and shouting was no surprise because she was a, she was a pistol. Now, you have dynamics going on here because you have a stepfather, and it's not the first stepfather, and you have a daughter who is a pistol. And they're screaming their heads off. And Denise drives up and says to the Lord, because you know we do have our conversations with the Lord all the time, and she said, well, Lord, I wonder what you're doing here. <laughs> I'll never forget that. As a mother, when you have a daughter and she's with a stepfather, there are so many dynamics going on. And you want to protect the daughter and you want to kill the father. And there's just all kinds of things going on. If any of you have ever, perchance, been in a blended situation. And instead, she asks God, I wonder what you're doing here, because clearly you've got something going on here. And she was able to walk up to the screaming mess and quietly put the fire out. I will never forget that. I wonder if I could have done that. Oh, I would have need, needed a pack of wild horses holding me down at that time, wanting to protect my kids at the same time wondering what in the world's going on with my husband, who is always so quiet and pleasant and mild-mannered. So anyway, that is the difference between being a reflective responder and shooting from the hip. And I just wanted to share that story with you. Is anyone here willing and interested in teaching us what it means and what it looks like to speak the truth in love? When I take time and reflect and think about the outcome versus my emotions, I can usually communicate in a way that gets the point across without harm, without being you. You, 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 right? right? You, you, you. Right. Not that anyone ever wants to do that. That is where we just kind of tend to start from. 
in my sin nature once again. What does scripture tell us? I keep thinking of this every morning in my quiet time, how scripture tells us that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He's talking about me and maybe you. And if that's the case, what wants to come out of me naturally is not a good thing. Now that was excellent what you said, but I want to add one piece to it, which is what matters so much to me in the concept of speaking the truth in love is that when I've prayed about what I'm going to say and I am finally in the setting to say it and I know the recipient is not going to like it, which is the way it usually is, then when I speak those words, they are now out in space and the Holy Spirit can now apply them in the recipient's heart and mind over time. We want the person to immediately say, oh, you're right. And that virtually never happens. Because what we are, when we are being told truth, we're defensive. And what we tend to want to do is and we usually do. We say something not nice, and that's putting it mildly. There could be all kinds of harsh, angry invective that is thrown at us, and we have to expect it. But the truth is, if you can keep your mind on the fact that those words are now in his or her mind for the Holy Spirit to apply, what power that is. And often we're the only one, if God should choose us, to speak those words. So we don't want to throw them out like crazy, spaghetti mouth. We want to be prayerfully considering what those words should be so that the Holy Spirit is guiding my words. I cannot get over the words he gives me. I wouldn't have thought of them, but boy, they're so impactful and effective on his terms, not on mine. Oh boy, there we go, girls, because we women want to straighten our husbands out. Maybe just me, but I think it's all of us want to straighten our husbands out and that is my sin nature at work, too, because God doesn't need me to say anything. He might choose to use me to say something. And I personally need to remember that because otherwise I just want to straighten them out over everything. And that is not what God's calling us to. He wants it to be powerful and impactful. And therefore, it cannot be motor mouth going on and on forever. The Holy Spirit uses very few words when he speaks into my heart and mind, and I believe he wants us to use few words too, which is a different thought. I do Dave's um, relationship with his older two sons is not great, and he was able to speak with both boys. They were together on Thanksgiving. Corinne, the younger son's wife, is home back to Ohio to be with her family. And um, Brian was just being just very uh, hard-headed. Everything Dave said, he was just, they were butting heads. And I, I think Brian was really just trying to ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And Dave was taking it as he's being defensive to everything I'm saying. And he's not hearing me or he doesn't really know me. So he had sat down 
in the wee hours the next morning or that night and written this big long email. He was just going to let him have it. And I was able, in very few words, to say something like, um, are you sure you want to send that, honey? It might be better just to write it for yourself and let it go, give it to God, think about it at least. So he didn't send it. And then he talked to Drew and told Drew, and I heard him tell Drew that I had advised him not to send it. And Drew was like, well, I think that was really good advice for your wife. You know, and before I yeah. would just been, oh, He's just like you. You two are just alike. Oh, listen to that. This was Holy Spirit driven, wasn't it? Wow. You know, that, that is, brings up a very good point. I'm the only one in the room, once again, who's ever felt anger, righteous anger, over someone's comment and, and a need to send a big invective email. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, right. You're the only right. One. Now, girls, I'm, I have learned. See, I've been around the barn a whole lot more than you girls have. Okay? And so learn from me. And please learn this. Don't ever send it. Not at that time. Tell yourself, and the Holy Spirit's going to remind you if you will listen for that still small voice, wait till tomorrow morning and then look at it before the Lord and see what he wants you to say. Guaranteed, you're gonna get rid of it and start over and it will be very different. What you experienced, yes. But this is with regard to emailing. Has anyone in here ever been very, very sorry for an email they did like that? Oh, I'm still cringing. And then I had to apologize. And oh, you apologize, but the words unfortunately went out into space and they saw them. Boy. And I think it's just so scary right now between emails and texts. In our daily emails and texts, you can just oh, yes. turn things off. And get into all kinds of trouble. Do you realize how desperately we need to be moment by moment in relationship with our Lord? I do. I have experienced me too much the other way, and, and it's like, oh Lord, I pray that way in the morning. As I start my quiet time, it's, it's when it has to do with me, it's, Lord, help me to have your words, not mine. That's a starter. Help me to see things from your perspective, not mine throughout today, whatever that is. I'm desperate because I'm human, right? Okay, I'm going to stop me right now because we have important things to hear from Pam today.